Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. That's what we need. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 44 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining us here. We are in Atlanta, Georgia. 44. And for the 44th time, we are in your iPod shuffle. We're here. <laughs> We're ready. We're what shuffling. What is an iPod shuffle? <laughs> that, well, Do that's, they even still make those? That's what tonight's episode's about. It's I the, was given one. It's the, the history of the iPod shuffle. Yeah. Cool. Uh, humble beginnings. Yeah. In uh, in Cupertino. What's what, Cupertino? Cupertino. What are you talking about? It's no. the city that Apple's located in. Okay. And like when you look at your iPhone, the weather app, that's the one it gives oh, you. Oh, Cupertino. By yeah, Cupertino. Yeah, where you're like, what's going on? This is not what I want. And then you throw your phone. Oh, God. <sighs> well, at least Donald Trump's going to bring Steve Jobs back to America. That's yeah. what he said. Okay. <laughs> so that's a promise. That's going to be good. That's like some Doctor Strange level stuff. Uh, Abigail. Hey. How are you? I'm good. What are you doing? I'm just, I'm hanging out here. Oh. Ready? You I'm, ready? Yeah, I'm very ready. I'm, <laughs> Flarp's coming back. <laughs> I'm breaking all the rules. Oh, no. Okay. It's going away now. It's going away. But, uh, you know. Well, welcome. Happy 44th. Happy 44th. This is a Jake, big how are you? I'm good. I'm very well. I'm sitting here. I got a Sprite. I'm drinking some soda. Yeah, okay. I got a Diet Coke, so uh, cheers. Uh, I'm going a little crazy. Got a Sprite. Um, I'm good. How are you guys? We're Ooh. good. Is it just like a regular Sprite? Or is it a remix? It's it's just a Sprite. Sprite, cool. What, now, what is the remix? What's different uh, about it? tropical. Does it taste different? Yeah, you got passion tropical. fruit, guava, um, agave. I don't think Sprite remix is even available anymore. I miss it. It was like oh. one of those like early two thousands kind of. Uh, of course fusion. it is. It had the word remix. <laughs> yeah, it's a sports drink. It's like if Three Eleven made a drink. Yes, <laughs> it is. You gotta come original. You've, it's all mixed up. It's all. You don't know what to do. <laughs> then you turn around and you've got a Sprite remix. Hey, Sprite remix or two. Amber is <laughs> the color of my energy. This Whoa. has to stop now. What? <laughs> This yeah, is the lost tough. episode. Yeah, we're gonna lose this we're episode. Uh, well, cool. Well, welcome everybody. We're on uh, episode forty-four. We're officially no more three eleven. No more three eleven. We promise. We're in our uh, mid forties. I did go to the Sprite Liquid Remix tour, though. Who played? Three eleven. Really? Nerd. I just said and a Hoobas tank. <laughs> Nerd. Guys, I wore a red halter top. These were some tight jean shorts. 
It was a good time. What? Are, <sighs> so, all right. Pop quiz. What are the members of Who Mustang doing right now? Oh, I hope they have a podcast. Which IHOP are they working? Oh, we better see. Yeah. <laughs> Which three. drug rehab center are they in right now? <laughs> uh, why are they running away? <laughs> Dude. I think they played that song twice when I saw them at the Tabernacle. Opening, I saw them open for 311 again, like another time. Wait, like they like they forgot that they had already played it, they or just... they played it, played other shit, and they were like, "Wait, let's play the one, let's play that let's one that people that, actually let's get like." Those hits. Yeah, no, I think they just thought it was so good, and the crowd, you know, just <laughs> wanted it. We were yeah. loving it, so. Didn't they do? Didn't they do a Ghostbusters cover? They did. They yeah. have a video for it. Yeah, you guys should pretty, go watch it. It's pretty good. I think I know that I'm lying right now. It's not good. <laughs> Here's it, the thing: it it exists. The Ghostbusters theme song is not really a great cover. It's song. not open for reinterpretation. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. It's like a perfect beat. Yeah. We all want a groove to it, right? I mean, it was already <laughs> stolen from Huey Lewis. Like, it, just leave it alone. Right. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't Huey mess Lewis. with it. Again, yeah. Speaking of Huey Lewis, it's so, already um, a reinterpretation. So. I think Abby put it. We had some pictures up. I finally picked up the Back to the Future Ultimate Visual History book. Uh, for anybody who missed out on this book, it is on liquidation. Ooh, it's liquid gold. <laughs> it's hot. No, it's real. It's a very cool book. Uh, go to Barnes and Noble. It's a fifty dollars book. They have it for about twelve bucks, and so it's kind of similar to the uh, the Ghostbusters Visual History book that we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of a retrospective of the entire franchise, and it has interviews and tons of like cool like production art and uh, behind the scenes photos, behind and... the scenes photos, and all that kind of stuff. But it comes with like all these little extra goodies, like they're kind of like prop replicas. And like compared to what the Ghostbusters book came out or came with, the Back to the Future book blows this thing out of the water. Right, um, a lot of treats. So it comes with. My so my two favorite or my three favorite things that comes with were a couple photos like little uh, five by seven photos. So you've got um, the prom photo. You know you want it of Crispin Glover. You and know Leah Thompson, you want me to give it to you, which is like amazing because it just look like I just have it on a shelf and it looks like oh those are just my cousins. <laughs> I know. Um, and then it's got the picture from. I want to frame those. Yeah, it, it has a picture from uh, 1885, the black and white. A uh, picture of Marty and Doc <laughs> in front of the uh, clock tower clock. Yes. Yeah, that's probably my favorite one. That one's uh-huh. great. Uh, and then it comes with a lenticular photo of uh, Marty and his brother and sister that when you, you know, when it well. hits the light, right. they fade away. The brother and sister fade away and come back. Um, so, it's guys, it's just neat stuff. It's, just, it's neat. <laughs> yeah. It's just real. Yeah, um, I love it. Gosh, I just, back to the, like, so for a very long time, guys, it's about to get real. For a very long time, I considered Back to the Future my absolute favorite movie, even more than Ghostbusters. And I I just think, like, as for a trilogy, like, I love Star Wars. You know, some people love Indiana Jones. Some people consider, you know, no way. I almost said some people consider the Matrix trilogy the best. Nobody does. No. Um, but f- for what it's worth, I think the Back to the Future trilogy is the greatest trilogy of all time. The trilogy. What do you guys think? I think it's pretty good, yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I, it's hard to just say maybe the greatest trilogy of all no, time. No, I will say not it's hard funniest, to say. It's I'll definitely say it's not the, the greatest trilogy of all time. Ooh, no, I, I don't know. I Look think... who's talking. <laughs> it's a fantastic what? concept. It's playful and imaginative, but it's definitely not my franchise. Oh, I said the Look Who's Talking trilogy was pretty good. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, no, I love Back to the Future, man. I, I I do think that those movies are are three of the funniest movies out there. I love them, dude. I I will put Back to the Future right up there with Ghostbusters. Okay, Abigail. I mean, I totally enjoy them when they're on. Um, I watched the original Back to the Future a lot growing up, and I really liked it. Um, it's not my number one though. I'd say uh, blasphemous. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Back to the Future 3, there's, I don't know, there's just something, I, I can't. Sing it, It sister. doesn't have rewatchability for me. Oh. I don't know that I've made it all the way through. I don't know, if, I feel bad coming out and saying this, but no, it's it's definitely not my favorite. All right, fine. I just feel like you guys, you're wrong. And I like it. <laughs> no. I, On the whole, I, think I, kind of I enjoy collecting you. I it. Right. Um, there's some really great imagery, and like there's so much to collect, and there's some really great stuff. Back to the Future 3 has always been kind of a contentious point with uh, like the fan base because some people really – it's kind of like uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Polarizing. Some people don't mm-hmm. like that movie. I'm, yeah, a lot, of people ha- a lot of people hate that it's so – like it's it's got so much story with, with Doc like falling in love and, and kind of – it also like the whole series you have – you know, Doc talking about what he thinks the future is and how you shouldn't know too much about your future. And then in this movie, he's like, fuck it. Well, but right. that's a really – And who's – like what's the plot – line with like who is marty staying with that's like his cousin but it's played by him and they're from ireland and it just yeah yeah that... okay listen well that's take... but see that's a different they had to change that kind of thing for a different reason that was because crispin glover kind of fucked them on 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 on, oh, on no, playing no. they did want... the fuck it is that what happened no. right everybody fucked. well didn't they make like a face likeness of him and like well, the second one in the yeah second one, that's what they did. in the oh, second one here's the thing guys so you brought up a good point abby if I, I? if yeah, okay. uh, you talked about how like, or maybe Jake did. Somebody brought this point up. Uh, how like, it's kind of this love story with Doc, and he basically, after going through all the principles and like the ethics and the morals of time travel, he throws them all out the window when he falls in love. That's just what people do. Yeah, yeah. like literally, mm-hmm. in life we've all been there. Like you can be the most rational person in the world the best decision maker on the top of your game but you fall in love it just hits you it just hits like marty you. says it just hits you it's just really heavy it's so heavy when it hits you yeah uh you start making bad decisions yeah. uh mm-hmm. you stand in that bar all night holding a shot and not taking yep. it yeah. and then uh, you finally take it and uh, that part's so goofy. It's very Bugs Bunny. Like the, the, it is, yeah. the third, yeah. the third act of Back to the Future. 3. I love that fall where he just falls <laughs> straight onto that table. No, it's literally. Wait, hold on. I just realized something. Robert Zemeckis. That scene is in Back to the Future Three and Roger Rabbit. Like <laughs> he just loved it so where much. He takes the shot and like, he just like stank. basically. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis pulled a hoobastank and played the same song. <laughs> It was just so good. I need to go back and watch Back to the Future 3. I'd love to go ahead and watch the whole trilogy, like, consecutively in one day and kind of get you my... You got to, to go. back to back. Yeah, I really do. I hey. did that probably, like, three years ago, um, mm-hmm. and I found that the third one was still, like, kind of unbearable. So maybe I need to just kind of, like, muscle my way through it and then unbearable. let everyone know. Yeah, Holy is that, like, shit. bad? Dropping bombs. That's ball. a strong Whoa. word. Unbearable Jeez. is a Before, strong word. Well, guys, this was, like, three years ago, so Hold maybe on. I should give it another spin. Get back on the horse. Get that western. I remember the opening pretty vividly, but like I don't think I've seen the entire thing. Am I? Is this? Is do I get kicked off the podcast now? You're gonna this time. Already This this next time you watch it though, you're gonna be thinking about Westworld the whole time. Uh huh. And you're gonna be like, wait, where's the maze? 
It's going to be amazing. Amazing. So a couple I things. I miss Westworld. Let's recap this conversation first. I think I've Robert, already told you guys I'm adverse to Westerns. They weren't my thing. Robert Zemeckis pulled a hoobastank. It might be the greatest sentence ever constructed <laughs> in the yeah. English language. Yes. So thank you um, for that. You don't have to watch Back to the Future 3 in its entirety to, to make understand that sentence. That. So um, there you go. Back to the Future 3 has got ZZ Top. And it's got some horses, and it's uh, got Mary Steenburgen. What else could you ask for? How did we? St- oh, I we like talk about the book. Do uh, like Jake, her. do you have the uh, Ultimate Visual History book? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I've been meaning to pick it up. I've seen it in stores. I just, I just haven't like pulled the trigger on it yet. But I, I want to because it has that really amazing Jaws nineteen poster yeah. in the back. Oh, yes, it does. Which is like it it's worth it just it's for folded. that. It is you got folded. some creases, uh, but that's okay. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful thing. There we go. I'm glad we have it. You should go get one because, yeah. Everybody go get one. clearance. And take pictures of it for the Yes Have Some yeah, Book Club. Book Club. Your new assignment. <laughs> yeah. Barnes & Noble. Thank Any you books. to the people. Thank you to our listeners who. Uh, who joined the club. Who joined the club by taking pictures of themselves laying down next oh to their Stephen King books. Yeah, especially yes. Hal, who just. <laughs> Wait, like, who wins? Jake, tell who the story. Works at a library? Jake, our, we have a friend. How it Clay, took me a second. It took me a second. He, po- he posts his picture with like all those Stephen King books, and I was like, "Oh wait, what? does Hal read?" Me and too. then I'm like, "Oh wait, Hal works in a fucking library. Poser. He's at work putting Stephen King books on the floor of the library, laying on the floor and taking <laughs> selfies. I just like wish I was somebody in that library that day watching that. Yeah, whoever else was in that library probably thought their coworker was a uh, powder. <laughs> like, oh, he's doing something crazy. Doing cool <laughs> who's that pale, bald who's that? man who's just I, like on the floor with those books? Mysterious. <laughs> oh yeah. man, uh, no, he cool. won though. That was a really good picture. That was great. We love Hal, I, and we love that he is using his time wisely at work. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got the life. I, we need to start doing this and see if other people. Is that a chord reference? What are we doing? Am I admitting yeah. all of my terrible musical inclinations from high school? It's right. okay. Here's the it's thing. It's not terrible. It's good. If any of our other listeners work in some sort of retail environment, we like the idea of you taking things off the shelves and taking pictures with them. So if anybody works taking in... things, no, we're laying don't... on the floor. You yeah, lay, on the floor. lay down. So if anybody out it. there works at a grocery store, all the cereal, and just lay it on the floor. Take All the Batman v Superman cereal that's still there. We know <laughs> oh, it's there. Nobody ate, nobody ate that. Nobody thing. liked that cereal. Nobody liked that playset, but we're going to buy it. All right. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, we've been <laughs> seeing a playset um, <laughs> online. I think it's the Batman versus uh, Superman, like the mansion set Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's a Batcave, which, you know, it was what it was. It <laughs> looks cool as a toy, and it's apparently getting like a deep, deep discount. Yeah, at Walmart. it was a Walmart exclusive. It was 100 bucks. It's coming down. Coming down the mountain. Uh, it does come with a, uh, a Ben Affleck Batman figure with no masks, so uh, check it out. And the nameless girl that he was in bed with before he went down to his bat cave. What'd he go down on? Uh, you know, <laughs> just whatever. It was a good movie. No, it wasn't. <sighs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, before we start stressing out, did you guys have anything else uh, get off your chest? I got one thing I wanted to talk about real quick. Let's hear it. I've got yeah, two, go for it. Two, uh, two topics of note. Is that that's a phrase people that's say? That's what sure. you said. It so we're now. going with it. Uh, first off, ready? Drum roll. Yes. Oh, that's it. Was that, that good? Yeah, Did you guys like it? Good was not. not good was it not? It was not. You, you know, just suspended my flarp motion. I've, I've just <laughs> undid the flarp. It's gone. Uh, I'm chucking it. It's gone. Terminator. Yes. Terminator. Ooh. Do you guys? Did you guys hear about this? 
Yep, sure did. Uh, I don't know if I did, so shoot. Dr. James Cameron of Terminator fame. Yes. He's definitely not a doctor. Uh, James Cameron is... So oh, yeah, big, I did hear about this. Little backstory. The rights for the Terminator franchise have basically been bouncing around different Hollywood studios. In Jai Courtney's hands. <laughs> He's got to get in the machine and get him back to James Cameron. That's the plot of the next movie. You heard it first on Yes, Have Some Podcast. <clears throat> Jai Courtney better not be in it. Um... Lord knows he's done enough damage in he's other fan enough. franchises. Uh, Wait, no. did, didn't I like him? For did, like I think pot, you liked him in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, so the, the Terminator rights have been kind of bouncing around Hollywood for the last 15, 20 years. Uh, different studios, different entities, ownership groups, whatever. A bunch of technical stuff that we don't really care about uh, have owned uh, the rights to the franchise and the distribution and all that stuff. That's why it took so long in between Terminator 3 and Terminator Salvation, and then another long time between Terminator Salvation and Terminator Genesis, uh, or as I call, uh, the Terminators that nobody ever wants to see again and forget. But when we're dealing with, like, uh, alternate timelines and time travel and reboots and prequels, like, you can basically... We can erase those timelines, right? Yeah, you can wipe them out. Terminator Genesis doesn't have to count, right, Jay? No. Ugh. That's all all I have to say. He just grunted. Uh... So anyways, James Cameron is getting the rights back in 2019. Um, cool. So he's, cool. the, the rights are going to revert back to him. And After uh, he's done with all of his avatars, he's going to get to it. No. I hope he gets yeah. right to it. Uh, but uh, apparently, um, Tim Miller, the guy who directed Deadpool, gotcha. did a really good job, Yeah, uh, has been tapped by James Cameron to direct... A new Terminator movie. Okay. How do you guys feel about this? Does anybody care about Terminator anymore? Yeah, I um, always care about Terminator. There's always room for more Terminator. <laughs> I'm a... Go, Jake. Uh, no. No, like, <laughs> I, I just... I am I am incapable of caring about Terminator anymore. <laughs> at this point, there hasn't... Like, at this point, there hasn't been anything cool to happen to the Terminator since Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, like, there are, you know, there are five movies that awful outweighs the good at this point. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't care anymore. Okay. It's a lot to forgive and move past, yeah. but I feel like Terminator 2 is such a good movie that if there's any way they could reclaim some of that, and I feel like that era and that time in that like early 90s pocket's like really hot and ready right now. I just feel like they could, I don't know. It would be really cool to see something that's that feels like Terminator 2. Well, I think they yeah. tried that with, with Terminator Genesis because... You need a young John Connor. Like, you need... No. Hold on. I'm going right, to say something right now. We don't need any more John Connor at all. <laughs> we don't need any more Forget Edward Furlong. Forget John Connor. We don't need Edward Get Furlong. Edward Furlong back. We don't need Christian Bale. <laughs> I'll watch it. We don't need the guy from Planet of the Apes that no one knows his name. But he's the pop- Khaleesi's out. <laughs> like, get rid of those. Wait, who's the guy? Nick Stahl? He needs much more. Him and Edward Furlong might live together right now. In fact, I want to pitch a reality <laughs> show called... Uh, uh, um, Go I, yeah. I got nothing. What would be a good? My, it's it's like my three Johns. Yeah, and it's like okay. different three different... three actors who played John Connor living in a house together. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, a halfway house more than likely. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, and we'll just see what happens. No, I, follow them. Yeah, I think a good director and maybe us, the vision of James Cameron could do something. Hold on. What? Hold on. Here we go. What's yeah. the? 
What's the last James Cameron movie that had a vision that wasn't garbage? We were just talking Titanic's about Titanic. Titanic's really yeah. good. Oh, is it Jesus though? Christ. 20 years no, ago. No, it's not. It's I don't not. I think so. Um, listen, like, James Cameron might have made Aliens, and he might have made Terminator 2, and both of those movies are amazing. Right. But I don't give a fuck Mm-mm. what the guy who made Avatar and plans on making two more Avatar movies. Like, I don't no, care. I don't want to see anything he's going to make. Like, we we were you were talking before about, and I can't remember what movie specifically we were we were talking about, but how uh, how they should maybe stop letting the old directors keep making movies and just oh, let right. the directors who like grew up on that stuff make it. Right. We don't need James Cameron, dude. Like, well, that's why just, he's not going to direct it. Tim Miller, but I should give up my dream. I should just yeah, it's probably going to be bad. It's gonna be. I just. I don't know. I just don't care. I have no hope for it. You know what was weird to me in Terminator Genesis? So you know, like part of that story was going back into the first movie, similar to Back to the Future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they go into the second movie? <laughs> and why was the T one thousand in this movie clearly not the same T one thousand? Like, if you're going to have, um... it was supposed to be. It it was supposed to be, and I read that they had even asked. Um, you know, Robert, that actor, Robert to, Patrick, yeah, right. to, to maybe appear in some way. And I think he said no. And so they couldn't use the same, they couldn't like do the CGI thing. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't use his likeness or something. Ah, it's weird. It's weird stuff. So, yeah, Terminator Genesis, we talked about it. That movie's yeah. garbage. Yeah. I still think there's good Terminator movies out there. I think that the, the idea is interesting enough. But you are going to need... The potential for more good, you're saying? There's potential for more good stuff. But Terminator and Terminator 2, amazing. Terminator 3, not so great. What Whatevskis. The last two have been, like, god-awful. And bringing Arnold back, I thought was going to be the thing. But then it's like, oh, wait, Arnold Schwarzenegger's, like, 70 years old. Like, we need fresh blood. Yeah, I think if they do... I think if they do make another one... uh, it'd be best to not put Arnold in it at all. You know, no CG Arnold. Like I did think the CG Arnold in Genesis looked okay, but yeah, I think that'd be a better thing going forward to just not include that at all. Just do a totally new thing. What I always love in the Terminator movies is like, so this happens to Nick Stahl where he's like, you know, he's all at the beginning of Terminator three, he's playing John Connor and he's all like drugged out taking horse tranquilizers. And he's Mm -hmm. like, how can I be the savior of the world and the resistance? Look at me. I'm taking horse tranquilizers. Right. I want to see that with Edward Furlong like yeah. now. He's like, how can I be the savior of the world? Look at me. I sleep on the street. I can't even show up to Dragon Con. <laughs> oh, you're so <laughs> bitter about that. I'm still mad. Man, we go after Ed Furlong so yeah. hard on this show. Dude, Poor he, guy. You know, well, he don't need it. Well, you know what? If he would show up to defend himself, yeah, we've asked him. Easy money. It's not hard, you know? Um, so, yes. I just yes. want to meet and greet. I just want to There's more out. Terminator in our future. Predator is about to... I think they're about to start filming the new Predator movie. Shane they're, about, they're about to start filming that. And um, they also, uh, as far as, like, casting, I, I read that um, Thomas Jane is in talks to be in that. And I, I really like that dude. And uh, I, I think, like, that made me excited for that movie. I'm already excited for Predator because uh, I like the Predator. So... Cool. I think go. it's good. Yeah, that's a that's a 
dumb thing I just said, but uh, I, I like think it's going to be fruit. good. And it does. It starts filming in February, I think. So. Well, okay. actually, it's funny. I was reading something about NECA toys. And, you know, we always talk about them. They're finally releasing an Apollo Creed figure. Like, there was something with the likeness rights to Carl Weathers. Um, so maybe they'll put out a, a Carl Weathers uh, Predator figure at some point. Oh, I bet they will, yeah. That would be cool. There you go. Um, We're going to get it. So, of course. Yeah. We buy everything. No, duh. All Carl Weathers. Gotta. Gotta We're take Carl Weathers collection. Happy yeah, Gilmore. Yeah, collection. Yeah. Arrested Development. Yeah. The guy's been around. Yeah. Been around. You got yourself a suit. <laughs> um, oh. All right. So the other big news, before we before we start talking about our stress, um, this was probably the biggest news this week. Uh, there's a movie coming out this year. It's kind of a small picture. You guys may have heard Independent of it. Independent film. It is called um, Star Wars... Yeah. Episode 8. The, the last unicorn. The last the last unicorn. There it is. Um, Star Wars. That's That's Episode saying. 8. We have the a title. Final unicorn. We have a poster. Hey. You want to tell us what it's called? Yeah. The last Jedi. There it is. There it is. The last Jedi. Deal with it. I'm mm-hmm. dealing with it. Interpret as you will. Is it a multiple? Is it singular? What does it mean? Well, Jake, I'll throw it yeah. to you. Uh okay. I mean, it's the title of a movie, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it, it could mean a lot of things. What 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 do you think? Like, do you like it? Let's you, suss it out. Yeah, let's just talk about it for forty five minutes. Cool. I do like it. I do like it. And I think more than the title, <laughs> I like that the Star Wars font is in red this time. Oh, I don't yeah. know. It just looks cool. Yeah, it's uh, cute. I don't know. No, I don't know what it means. A lot of people are saying like, oh, it can't just mean that there's only one Jedi, obviously, because Luke is still around. Uh, you know, Rey is a Jedi probably, you know, at this point. Uh, I don't know. It, it could mean anything. I was talking with someone earlier about how the Star Wars titles aren't always, you know, sometimes they are misleading. Like, uh, you know, what Attack of the Clones, when when that was um, released, yeah. I was like, oh, Attack of the Clones, it sounds so, like, ominous and, like, creepy or whatever. But then, like, the clones were the good guys. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah. oh, that's way different than it seems. So it, right. it could mean anything. I don't know, but I like it. I, think I was cool. like, begun the Clone Wars have. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, is that what she did? Oh, You ran Jesus. out of the theater I ran away. <laughs> ran away. I ran into the streets. Never oh, seen it again. Um, <laughs> the Last Jedi. I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's right in line with... Like it's neat. I, yeah, I think it's pretty neat. Uh, <laughs> I think it's in line. I think all of us are ready to see some Luke Skywalker, and I think this is yes. probably a reference Dude, I him. love him, right? He's great. He's and been the- doing good things recently, like reading the Trump tweets, that show he has, Mark Hamill, on, uh, what is that? It's like a online yeah, collector's the, show. Uh, oh, God, you put me on the spot. Putting you on the spot. Let's uh, check it out. Can you look it up? Uh, Mark up. Hamill has a show that is on the Comic-Con channel. It's like a pay service. Um I think oh it's called Mark Hamill's Pop Culture Quest. Yes. And what he does is he goes around to like people who have like different collections. There's like a Godzilla episode, there's a Batman episode, and uh it's very cool. It's right if if you enjoy the Yes Have Some podcast. Yeah, it's in your pocket. You're probably going to enjoy the Mark Hamill show. Um and I think you can sign up for a free trial for Comic-Con TV and knock out all those episodes. Yeah. Um but I digress. Yeah. The opening crawl to The Force Awakens refers to uh, Luke Skywalker as the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I could I suspect a little misdirection here, where everybody's thinking it's trap. 
<laughs> I think it's a trap. Uh, everyone's thinking Luke. May, that very well may be, but it could be something else. Yeah. Uh, or, as Abby said, uh, the plural of Jedi is Jedi, so it could be multiple. Yeah. Right. Um, but I do like the title. I'm glad we have it. I'm glad we have a poster. That means that there is a trailer right around the corner. Yeah. Um, and as weird as it seems, I haven't seen anybody with a negative opinion about the title. Uh, that is weird. <laughs> I mean, knowing the world that we live in, and, it's hard to muster one. <laughs> like you've just got to be a really unhappy person if you whip that out. Like, if you what find would your reasoning be for not liking that? Or, I wanted to be the first one. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I wanted there to be like what? It's just you know you have to deal with it. So that's good. I'm excited. You can I'm tell. excited for Star Wars Celebration. I hate. I hate that Mary Sue Ray, and the reason why the fault's oh, in red God. is because of her period blood. Oh, it's all her period. Her period's her getting pur- all over my Star Wars. <laughs> Ew, God. That's why, that's why the Look letters are red. Yeah, that's Carrie. why the letters are red. Whoa. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, Abby and I, so, all right, here comes, uh, for Whoa. all the children out there. You guys have some period blood. Oh, oh are we all fired? Did I just get fired again? I'm sorry. Abby and I. Sometimes it makes me feel better. We had a discussion the other day about whether or not. How do I say this without sounding like? Uh, what I what was wondering if the females in the Star Wars universe Whoa. like shaved their legs. Well, oh, okay. Like and other parts. Hygienics. And I, Abby, and I. I think there's a laser hair removal process that's very easy. Okay. Everyone gets it at a young age, and no, they don't. In the need Star it. Wars universe. Yeah, it's all. <laughs> well, I mean, some guys have beards and some don't, so right. guys are shaving. So. Yeah, the guys are yeah. shaving. Um, is that what this podcast has come down to? Like, we're just to. talking about whether or not people shave? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Well, like, but what? For 44, we saved it. <laughs> well, but what I wonder Chicks is, like, at, at what point. <laughs> Oh, back guys! To the these poster. are the things I think about. Now back to the countdown. When I'm at work and I'm 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 supposed to like people are like Craig, what are you working on? I'm like, oh, keep it busy over here. And in my head, I'm like, I wonder when Obi Wan shaves. <laughs> His beard was long at one it point. It looks so good. It looks, you know, he's groomed. He's like a real Ewan McGregor Very type. Well. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know how we got there, but I know yeah. that Abby said the word period blood like three times. Couple times. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's getting weird out there. You know what, guys? Here's the thing. Yes, have some podcast consensus. Mm-hmm. Consensus. Mm-hmm. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. That's a good title. We it's like good. it. Yeah, we like it. I We're into we it. Like. Do we want to predict what episode nine? Like, let's just all guess the title for episode nine, and then we'll come back in two years and figure out. No? So, Nothing. no, we're not going to do that. Nothing? No, Nothing? we're not. Jake and I are back. I'm physically backing <laughs> away from the microphone. The only thing I could come up with was the Red Death. Which, the, the Red oh. Death? That's just gross, you know? I so, like that, hey, thanks. That actually sounds I like cool. it. Yeah, that might have cool. been a brief live journal name of mine. <laughs> X the Red Death X for a short period of time. Okay. Oh, oh a little Here's trip my back prediction. to Abby's life. Here's my prediction for episode nine. You guys ready? Star Wars, episode nine. Fuck. You didn't have one either? <laughs> I think it's going to be something about Classic the first order. Craig. But the weird, the weird thing is Empire and Jedi sound cool in a title, but first order doesn't. Okay. You can't right. say, like, yeah. the decline of the first order. Nope, not. Maybe, nope, the, fall, I'm out. maybe the fall or something. Yeah. The fall of the first of something. order. The rise of the Empire? Yeah. What if the Empire's back? Whoa. Whoa. But then rise of the rise Empire. Up. 
That doesn't sound like the closing. Uh, I think maybe, hey, maybe the tagline for episode eight will be Princess Leia dies off screen. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yo. Hey, Jake. That's it. You know yo. what? You That's a better guess than the Red Death. It's much better. <laughs> Jake wins. That's ah. going to be the scroll. Episode nine. Princess Leia died off screen. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, guys. She won't be it was, CGI. It was awful. It happened for Oh, yeah. get ready for young Leia. Oh, oh <laughs> um, maybe episode nine. Mm-hmm. The they've never used the word rebellion in one of the titles. Maybe Rise of the Rebellion. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. but calling it Rebellion Rising, Rise of the Rebellion. I got. I always have to rewrite whatever you. Say. I mean, I except to... except that doesn't make sense because the rebellion rose like in Rogue One. Okay. Right. You know what, Jake? You know what? No. <laughs> hey, it sounded good. It sounded good. Accept it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Just don't think about it for too long. Um, Just don't think. And our last piece of Star Wars news, we <laughs> talked about it in the last episode. Uh, Woody Harrelson was officially cast in the uh, Han Solo movie. Yes. So there's a lot of Star Wars stuff going on. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a fun couple years. I'm really excited about Star Wars Celebration. Yes. We're going to be down there. We're going to yes. be hanging out. Uh, going to offend- buy some last-minute costumes, spend yeah. a bunch of money on them. Yeah. I got a feeling. <laughs> Guys, we're going to be down there. Yeah. We're rabble rousers. Right? Yeah. We're going to be messing with people. We're going to do some karaoke. (laughs) We're going to do it. I'm excited. Jake, we're going to make fun of those Star Wars nerds, aren't we? Yeah. What's up, nerds? Cool. That's what we're going to do. No, we're going to have fun. Excited. Uh, I I keep saying it. Episode 8, The Last Jedi, is my most anticipated movie of the year. And I'm very, very, very excited because I love The Force Awakens. And I love John Boyega. And Mm -hmm. I love Daisy Ridley. And I love Carrie Fisher. Uh, God rest her soul. And uh, hey, who yeah. knows? Maybe Harrison Ford will pop up in a flashback. You guys don't know. Yeah. I think he probably will. I think yeah. so. It's like my backup, like my side piece to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in case that doesn't work out. I'm looking forward to The Last Jedi. <laughs> Did you just refer, refer to Star to... Wars as your side piece? Yeah. Like back burner. You know, I'll, I'll give him a text. So, but to hide it from Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> you probably store it in your phone as a different name. Yeah, different name. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you have in there? all the all like text. Jennifer? Yeah. It's <laughs> Melissa work. So, <laughs> that's all. No big deal. All right, cool. <sighs> I have a question for you guys. Now that we've, I don't know what's God, going on. God, now that we've admitted, just, I don't what know, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm going to go look through Abby's phone oh, for Melissa you're gonna work. you going to find nothing. And I'm going to call it. <laughs> you know nothing. A fucking Adam Driver answer. Yes. He's going to be cool. There's been a disturbance. I can Wouldn't feel it. Wouldn't be mad. Oh. I would I just want to hang out. Hey. Um, all right, guys. Braid that hair. You guys ready to get stressed? You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Yes, I am stressed Not already. that the... I'm not... I already The first am. 30 minutes were stressful. Whew, but what it's about a ride. to be real stressful. It's time for the yes, have some. Back to the stress mobile. There we go. Whoo. Get ready. Who wants to start get us stressed. off? Jacob Walsh. Yo. How you feeling, man? Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey. Who? I don't know who those, Welcome back. I don't know who those three people at the be, the first part of the show were, yeah, well, but they were who were they? They were off the rails. I heard the they words. Were. They Hoobastan. were wild. It was crazy. Some cursing, yeah. talking so about weird. like period bloods. Yeah. Oh, it was very offensive. Yeah. Didn't like it. Hey man, <laughs> this is hey. This is supposed. This to... is a men's podcast <laughs> for men. This is a, this this is is a safe place. Yeah. I don't. This is the trust tree. 
This is it. All right. Trust fall. Jake, man, what's up? What's on your mind? What's stressing you out? You know what? Here's what's stressing me. Uh-huh. You. Dude, yeah? You're stressing me out. Um, I saw... Okay, so last week we talked about it. Whoa. We talked about it briefly at the beginning of the episode. Um, we talked about M. Night Shyamalan a little bit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. about uh, Split. Yeah. And I did go and see Split. I okay. saw it that uh, that Friday, I think. And um, it was... I thought it was great. Um, it, it's really good. I think it's it's in line with, with his better movies. Um the thing that's stressing me out about it is that you guys haven't seen it and I can't talk to you about it. Right. Uh, yeah. There's some, there's some cool stuff going on. There's some stuff I, I want to talk about, but I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Um, but <laughs> there it is. How it's spelled Dosta. This has happened every time. Right? So Jake, I didn't even tell you, I... John, your car, our friend, John, your reached out to me and asked me if Valdosta was the scariest place in the <laughs> world. Jake okay. <laughs> He was like, is Jake going to be all right? It sounds like he lives in fucking Gotham City. It's... Oh, my God. It's because, it's because I record at the tattoo shop, and we're downtown, and right. we're right by the, um, like, the police station. The Joker? And, uh, uh, that's all right beside. It's all very close to where we work. Right. So every right. time the ambulance has to go by, it goes right by in front right. of us. So, yeah. But every time I hear it, I just, I just hear, like the, like, the voiceover going... This place used to be a lot different. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, so Split, you saw it. Uh, Split, I think it was good. Uh, you know, we were talking about um, M. Night's kind of like problem with his uh, having to put a twist in every in movie. Twist. And there is sort like of a twist. To the, there is sort of a twist to this movie, but it's not something like so ridiculous as some of the twists he's had in the past. I, right. it, works for the, it works for the movie. Uh, it makes me very excited for whatever he's going to do next. Um, and uh, James McAvoy is amazing in it. He he's so good that I feel like if it was if he was giving this performance in a movie that wasn't like a horror movie, he'd probably be getting you know put up for some awards for it. it it's it's really fun to watch him go from you know uh, personality to personality. Uh, it's really well done. Um, well, spoiler, just kidding. Man, Jake, I really want to see it. We we do need to see it. The movie made a lot of money. It made like almost as much as Ghostbusters did opening week. Yeah, I'm really excited to see it. It's doing. I, I did read that it's doing well, and it's projected to do even better. Um, and uh, I I was reading an article that was pretty interesting, and it was just talking about how you know it's been a very long time since you know when M Night first started making films people were like, oh, this guy's going to be like the next Steven Spielberg. This guy's the next, you know, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. When he, right. But then right. he just like, he kind of hit a wall where, you know, he, he just, he dropped off and he, he he did put out a couple of pretty bad movies, but right. it has been so long that at this point, a, a lot of the younger people who are going to movies don't even know who he is. They're right. they're going to they're not going to see Split because it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. They're just going to see Split because they like the trailer. Right. Um, I think there's a generational thing going on right now where I don't know if I mean may, I don't I'm not just trying to like the old guy or anything. I don't know if people really care about directors like because think yeah about, a lot of a lot of people don't. I mean like, I I feel like the general public. They don't give a fuck. They don't care or even know who's directing a movie. Right. They just see a preview and they're like, that's what I want to see. Yeah. yeah. 
Especially with all the the superhero movies. Like, if you just went up to, like, if you look at, like, the three or four highest grossing movies of the last couple years, if you went up to, like, the average moviegoer, like, hey, tell me who directed Rogue One and Avengers, they probably wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. No way. Right. Um, And I saw, so I saw Split on Friday, which is, you know, which was its official release day. And um, the theater was packed. It was so packed that I was upset about my seating arrangement and uh i get mad when there's too many people (laughs) and people reacted uh like properly to the movie there were people laughing in parts that were intended to be laughed at and people people were you know gasping and uh you know like they were reacting the way you were gonna say they had gas that's really they were were gassing at all the right places (laughs) that's good Every time the oh. fart thing came up on the screen, I said no. I know I said no spoilers, but I'm just fart? letting you know. Oh, That's good. Fart along movie. Uh, oh, yeah, people maybe. reacted in it properly. I'm going. So. Hey, we're just gonna stop the podcast. I'm leaving. I want to go watch it now. <laughs> um. I already do really want to see this movie. I saw that it was getting like positive buzz, and that's that's awesome. If it's like a, a renaissance or like a you know a comeback for him, that's really cool. I I definitely think it is, and I just uh, I I can't really say any more. Uh, without you know giving right. away, it's uh, stressful. I get movie. it, but it's it's very exciting. I really enjoyed it, and I think once the two of you watch it, we'll have a lot to talk about. Do yeah. you guys? So I used hey, to maybe not... we'll podcast. Yeah, we should start a podcast. We should start a we'll podcast. Do we'll about... do an M Night Shyamalama podcast. Yes, Shyamalama Nom Noms. We uh, so I used to not really buy into this, but they talk about like with the way like the world is right now. And, like, the state of the country and, like, social media and just all the negativity, like, that people just go to the movies and just want to escape. Like, you know, like... You're talking about all the hate and the violence? Yeah, like, th- maybe the reason why people are going to see Split is because they're like, wow, I just want to go be entertained and have fun in a movie and not worry about, like, Donald Trump or Barack Obama or, like, everybody being racist on Facebook. Yeah, escapism, right? Like, that's the whole point. And catharsis. Yeah. Too. So. Um, so that's cool. It's awesome when a movie that like, cause when I first saw the preview for the movie, I was like, well, that kind of looks interesting, I guess. But it also looks like this is going to be one of those January, February movies that just comes out dumping ground. Yeah. Nobody goes and sees it. And then it's like, Oh, remember that movie split? That was weird. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad it's good. It's good for, uh, it's good. It's good. And it's good. Cause it's kind of like a genre movie. And like, that's what we, we love to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're fun. So cool, man. Well, do you have any other non-spoilery thoughts that you can offer, or should we just? Wait? No, I mean, I, I would just, I would just tell anybody who's like maybe on the fence, or if anybody uh, is holding on to just like you know not liking M Night because of you know the happening or whatever, like just go see it. Like it's good, give it a chance. It's it's a pretty good movie. It is like it's a PG thirteen movie, but it's like one of those, you know. I, I I am always one to just like shit on a PG thirteen movie and be like fuck that should have been rated R like it, it would have been better if it would have been rated R but it's one of those it's one of those horror films where it's like it didn't it didn't need that rated R like it doesn't rely on you know uh, gore or anything like that to to be weird and creepy psychological right yeah and I mean like even if you're not a fan of fucking horror movies go see it just for McAvoy because he's He's dude. He's amazing. He's my boy. Yeah, he's awesome. So my yeah, boy. that's it. Just go see it so we can fucking talk about it properly. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 
That was the stress, stress. of Jacob Walker. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Cool. Stressful minute. What's this voice we're doing? We're doing it. It's just it's fun. Like it. We're just having a good I, time. I don't like it. Fuck it. Let's it's do it. different. All right. Abigail. Hey. <laughs> it's different. It's different. And I fear change. Yeah, I do. It sounds different than me. It sounds different. No, I do. Um, Are you stressed? Yeah, I'm stressed. And like I just said, I do fear change and I'm slow to adapt to things. And I was stressed and I'm stressed right now because I just finished watching La La Land. Um, And I put off watching it for a long time because, I don't know, there was a lot of hype. It's a musical. Um, Ryan Gosling is not like my number one babe. Like, I don't think that... I liked The Notebook, but like, I think that... Maybe the fact that so many girls are into him was almost like a deterrent because I'm just like, I don't know. I like, like, the weird ones, like the offbeat. I don't know. He just wasn't really my guy. I do like Emma Stone. Um, but I just had – I didn't, like, see this movie when it came out, and I put it off for a while. And after watching it, I just, like – I cried into my open hands, like, for the first, like, <laughs> ten minutes of this movie. It was just absolutely beautiful. The opening number on the highway, um, like, in L.A. is just – so spectacular like the color palette um the music it just like sweeps you off your feet and wraps you up in its arms and it just reminded me so much of musicals like west side story um that i enjoyed like as a kid and i fell in love with emma stone all over again and like i guess i mean i feel like she she was just like so fucking amazing in this movie and there were so many parts of it that just really touched me in a like a really special way and i needed to be touched because you know it's been a stressful week, and, you know, I had to go and get glasses this week, and I have to return them, and it's just, like, a whole thing, and it stresses me out, and just, like, the weight of the world can sometimes just make everything seem so basic and boring and terrible, and you need a beautiful movie with, like, music and uh, dancing and, like, the just capturing the essence of, like, what makes people write and create and inspire. Like, you need something like that to inspire you, and this movie did it for me, and it was its just so enjoyable and, like, fantastic, and the fact that it's nominated at this point for so many Oscars is just, like, like I totally understand it. I totally get it. I am not sure I'm on the Ryan Gosling boat. I totally respect him and love him. I'm not sure he's, like, in my top five, but, like, Emma Stone definitely is, and this movie was amazing, and I wish I had seen it sooner, and I wish I had seen it in IMAX because it was apparently available for, like, a very short period of time, and... I missed that release, so I screwed up. <laughs> I love La La Land. I just want to cry and watch Emma Stone put on her regular shoes and take off her high heels because that scene like totally moved me when they're like dancing um, and looking at the lights. And it just it was just a beautiful fucking movie. And like I just wish I had seen it sooner. And I like just finished watching it, so I haven't gotten to go back and read things like I want to and immerse myself. And I need to buy everything available like, every print, and I feel like there's probably a lot of cool posters and stuff and art that's probably come out from this movie that I now need to get my hands on, so that's stressful. Um, what did you guys think of the movie? Well, I loved it. I was also adverse to seeing it. Adverse to seeing it? That just, sounds right. He, Guys. Craig, here's Craig talking. Here's me talking. I was... Listen, when, when a movie's getting that many accolades, uh, you tend to start to think, like, it's probably good. It's winning all these awards, but... But it on, could be Titanic. Yeah, on on paper, it's like, well, it's a jazz musical, and... Oh, yeah, I forgot the jazz was reasonable. <laughs> everybody in the world's in it. I'm whatever about Ryan Gosling. I really like Emma Stone. I was bummed that she passed on Ghostbusters, because I thought she'd be a great Ghostbuster. Having said all that, man, this movie was awesome. I didn't realize till almost uh, right before we watched it, it was directed by 
His name's Damien Chazelle. Yeah. Hope I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, he was the guy who directed Whiplash. Hey, Jake, did you see Whiplash? <laughs> did I see- did. Inside joke. <laughs> no, guys, that's the that's the one thing that had me like on the La La Land boat before anything was just the fact that that guy wrote and directed it because, um, as I've said many times, <laughs> Whiplash is amazing. And uh, I was like, oh, it's Whether written Craig's like, listening I'm or not. Watch it. Um, right. Yeah, so I, I loved the movie. Uh, I will rewatch it. I maybe will... want to go back to LA. Maybe want to go to Universal Studios. Maybe want to be an actress movie ride and open tour. up a piano yeah, bar. Work at a coffee shop and <laughs> go out on audition and do really good. And oh, and then like get in a fight. Get in a move fight back and to... break up and then have a fight over dinner. <laughs> put a record on. And, no, it's know, great. Have a one woman show. <laughs> God, I love Emma Stone. It was great. It was, it was really good. And, like, I do this thing every I year. I cried, like, five times throughout that movie. Like, hard. Especially, hard. like, with the Oscars and, like, the nominations and all the movies that always get nominated. I never see them all. I usually don't see any of them. And every year I make a big speech, like, right when, like, the uh, Oscar nominations come out. And they did come out today. I'm like, I'm going to see all these movies. And you I, do it. I never see any you of gotta them. you got to commit. So, I've now seen La La Land. And I'm rooting for it. I'm, I'm it's in every category, so I'm doing uh, good. So yeah, every year I uh, I say I'm going to see all these movies. I never see any of them. This year, I want to see it. I want to see uh, what is it? Fences, mm-hmm. Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. I'm probably saying all these names wrong. La La Land. Yeah. Silence. Got to do it. I want to see them all. Yeah. I was bummed because I really want to see The Founder with Michael Keaton, but that didn't get nominated for shit. Ooh. I think there's an Ooh. anti-McDonald's thing going on. A little on sentiment there. You can still watch Super it though if you me. want. You know, it's fine. Am I allowed to? You can Michael see Keaton. I'm not gonna. I, like two of my favorite movies the last couple of years were Birdman and uh, Spotlight, and he was in both of them. Gotcha. And he's fucking yeah. awesome. And I think he's gonna be awesome in The Founder. I think he's gonna be awesome in Spider-Man. And Ooh. I think he should make a Mr. Mom sequel and yeah. a Multiplicity sequel and a Beetlejuice sequel. Yeah, the Beetlejuice sequel that has been talked about. Photoshop shared around on the internet. Is it happening? I don't know. Probably Does never. it need to happen? Probably Did you guys not. know Probably in the not. new uh, Cars movie that um, he's doing the voice of the Batmobile? Michael Keaton? Oh, Michael that's Keaton. cool. Wait, the Batmobile is in the new Cars movie? Uh, the DeLorean, the Ecto-1, oh. and the Batmobile are in the new Whoa. Cars movie. Is this the really? Cars movie? Yeah. And what about Mater? No, so what? Christopher Lloyd's doing the voice of uh, the uh, DeLorean, and I want to say Frank Weller, who did Slimer, originally is doing Ecto-1, but I could be wrong. They but couldn't get Dan Aykroyd? They couldn't get Robin Shelby? Could Dan Aykroyd probably dreams about being a 59 Cadillac. Wait, why like wouldn't they night. get Dan Aykroyd to do that? That makes no sense. Right? Uh, Hold on. I, I've because never they seen couldn't make the, it. I've never seen any of the Cars movies. Are, like, is this real? Hey, don't why, start why now. Why are they in it? I don't know why they're in it. But I'll tell you because what. Because everything's like an all-in-one inclusive nostalgia grab bag, and that's how I think movies that's how make the world their works. money. If the own. Cars producers knew the number to Walgreens or Total Wine, they could find Dan Aykroyd. But yeah. they don't have those phone numbers. And <sighs> we keep making these jokes. He has not done that many Crystal Head signings in the not last in year. Not in a while. So, oh, yeah. uh, maybe Dan Aykroyd just... He, Probably because of us. Busy, yeah. It's our fault. It's got hurt feelings. (laughs) We're sorry, Dan. Yes, have some apology. Uh, Well, we won the uh, Prodexo gold medal. Uh, You know, Russians know their vodka. Ha 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 ha. (laughs) God, we just make ourselves laugh. I miss him. I miss him, guys. 
we're gonna have to do a Ghostbusters episode soon because there's. I have. We a need feeling to go back to our roots. We're gonna get some announcements soon, and we're gonna need to we deal are, with yeah. whatever whatever's gonna be coming up in our our future. Yeah, let's get ready. There's some stuff to talk about. Let's watch the trilogy. The Ghostbusters trilogy. It is. <laughs> it is, it is yeah. but it isn't. That's my favorite trilogy. Uh, okay. So I'm stressed. Uh, anything La else? La La Land. Land. No, it was just it amazing, was and I you absolutely loved it. it. Yeah, it's totally beautiful. Go see it. Work your way through it. Weep your way through it. Feel good. Feel Be good. inspired. It's Be amazing. Inspired. The music's great. I can't wait to go and listen to so the soundtrack tomorrow. On it my lived run. up to the hype. Yeah, absolutely. Like it blew the hype out of the water. Like I didn't even care about the hype. Like the spotlight dropped and everything went dark. Like centering it on Emma Stone and like I was in that moment and it was amazing. It was a really good film. So go see it. Jake, do you think it lived up to the hype? I do. Yeah, I thought it was great. I loved it. Um, everything that you know, you guys said. I thought it was really good. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, musicals already, and uh, I just thought it was great, man. I loved it. I loved that there was this little, um, like being a fan of Whiplash. There's a scene in Whiplash where they talk about how Charlie Parker got his nickname, and there's also a scene in La La Land where they talk about how Charlie Parker got his nickname. I thought that was just like a cool little thing for that director to. He, I, I mean, he put that in there for himself, basically. Right, but right. I, th- I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, I, li- I like it a lot. Hey, yeah. it sounds yeah. like a ma- he should make a movie. Uh, also, the ending was like it. Just I love that. I love that it's kind of open ended and like it doesn't end perfectly like real life. Kind of like Casablanca, and there's all those references to old Hollywood, and it's just it was so good. That's always that always screws me up when movies end like real life. Like I know you didn't like this movie, Jake. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you ever seen Five Hundred Days of Summer? Um, I really like that movie. Yeah, dude. Whoa, I you guys love need to hang out more. Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you say? What did you just? Like? You guys need to hang out more. We hang out. I know. Uh, <laughs> Five Hundred Days of Summer, but that's another movie that ends like, oh yeah, a real how, life. Downer. This is how it is. You don't get the girl. Yep. Because she found someone better, and now uh-huh. you just have to, you know, go be in the dark. But that horizons. montage of like what could have been from La La Land is just, oh yeah, my god, it's it good grabs stuff. you. Yeah, it's really good. Well, cool. Well, thank you for that stress. You're welcome. It's a, that's Oscar stress. Yeah. See, we stay yeah, relevant, dude. Yeah. Yes. Guys, how relevant have some are we? People to thank. There we go. So relevant. <laughs> Who's cutting me off? Oh yeah, I'm cutting here, off. Here comes all the music. Right. Here comes the music. Yes. Please. Uh, all right, cool. Well, um, I know we want to talk about. Some of these trailers that we got coming up. But. So, but I got a little stress. Yeah, a little bit of stress. Got a little stress. Got a little something. Got a little something on my sleeve, Arena. Talk uh, about that stress. Pull it out. Did you guys. Whip it out. <laughs> did you. Whoa. Did you guys hey. see the letter that uh, Suicide Squad director David Ayer put on Facebook? I did. I did not. Do not follow him. But so, please enlighten me. Uh. And just search David Ayer. It's going to be the, one of the first things that comes up on Google. Uh, basically, the director of Suicide Squad came out and put out this statement that was like, long story short, hey, guys, uh, Suicide Squad was really commercially successful. I know a lot of people kind of hated it. It really bums me out that you did, but I kind of get why, and I do have some regrets. Here's what I would have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um Make Joker the main villain, engineer a more grounded story. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, so, and I thought it was really interesting. I don't know if this is actually stress, but this is something I wanted to talk about. It was interesting to see a director of what, I mean, by all accounts, Suicide Squad uh, was not reviewed well. Uh, the critics didn't like it. 
A lot of people didn't enjoy the movie, but it did very, very well. It made a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. It was interesting. David Ayer never has to say anything. He could just go, hey, we made the movie. It is what it is. It had reshoots, made tons of money. I never have to say anything. But he came out and publicly was like, you know what? I'm a movie director. I'm not a perfect person. I think his quote was, uh, I dropped out of high school. I used to be a painter. I painted houses. And now I make movies for a living. It's the greatest thing in the world. But Suicide Squad's not perfect. And I understand if you didn't like it. Right. He did not have to do that. It kind of shows a level of like, I don't know, humility or humbleness or at least like... Self-awareness. Self-awareness. He said if he could go back, this is an exact quote, if I had a time machine, I'd make Joker the main villain and engineer a more grounded story. I have to take the good with the bad and learn from it. It sounds to me like the story was that this movie was rushed into production. They basically had about six weeks to write the movie. They filmed it. They went through all Sounds like a Batman and Robin situation. I really hope that Warner Brothers in DC learns that you have really talented actors and actresses. You have really talented filmmakers. Let them – this movie by committee stuff, Oof. so many people with their hands on the pot. Too many cooks. Not being in touch with what – like I could just see them watching Guardians of the Galaxy saying, we want to make a movie like this, but having no real grasp of what makes Guardians of the Galaxy so special. And I completely and wholeheartedly agree when I'm watching Suicide. Now, is is Jared Leto's interpretation of the Joker my favorite ever? No. But when I was watching it, anytime him and Harley Quinn were on screen together, I said out loud, this is the movie I want to be watching. I will read this text exchange. It's the most interesting thing. And I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it. They could have done a solo Deadshot movie, a solo Harley Quinn movie, a Harley and Joker origin movie. And just, it, it's like the other thing I know I've said on the podcast before, Deadshot and Batman, that scene with them, I was like, why isn't this the movie? Right. <laughs> like, and right. I just think it was too much. It wasn't a grounded story. Pick one story the, and tell the, it well. The, I couldn't buy into the fantastical elements of it because I didn't buy into the beginning of it. What makes you, what gives you buy-in with something, God, I'm getting so serious, but what gives you buy-in with Guardians of the Galaxy is that Preach. opening scene with Peter Quill, and he's yeah. on Earth, and you he... see his mom dying of cancer, mm-hmm. and you all, within 30 Oh, right off the bat, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm crying? I'm already crying in this movie? What the fuck? That's right. how La La Land felt. Like, I'm like, oh, all right. 30 seconds into uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you've bought into these characters, and yes. you, you're, you have an understanding of who they are, where Lost. they came It's from. literally like Westworld. Like, what grounds the host is their tragedy, like the thing that they went through, the trauma they experienced. Like, being able to ground somebody in that reality instead of just showcase them like some sort of a poster like with all the bubblegum music and the changing of song and like the flash and shining and all that stuff like tell real life experiences that people can relate to and I think that when you start to do that the other stuff is just like bells and whistles and like fun ornamentation that I feel like they got lost in like all the icing on the cake rather than having the cake be a good recipe and like be a well made because I didn't buy into the other characters. I didn't care about Killer Croc and Diablo and all them because by the time we got around to well, they learning... killed so many people off anyway without explaining them, and the one girl doesn't talk the whole time. Yeah, so but I don't it know. is good that he came out and said that stuff because I'm sure it's probably like it is good. Lunch and... and I'm not saying I he need made all a bunch di- of money. I need so. all directors from now on when they make a movie I don't like, I need them to come out and apologize to me. Just call me. 
<laughs> you know? I'm not saying that, but I do like that I I I I've seen nothing from Warner Brothers that tells me that that Wonder Woman's going to be good or that uh, Justice League is going to be good, and and I was talking with a friend today. And I'm, God, we need it to be. I wish it. Would. I'm very fearful that by time Ben Affleck comes around to directing Batman, that that character and his version of it is just going to be tainted, and I'm just not I going to care. I, I I have a hard time believing that 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 the movie's even going to happen at this point. Like they have so many other films lined up, and we have to like they do have to rely on Wonder Woman and Justice League, and just like, dude, they're kind of. I feel like they're going to suck, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. The the only, the saving grace for them right now is even though Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, even though these movies have not been good movies, like, I'm, that's just my opinion, but that seems to be a lot of people's opinion. They're making so much money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. until people just don't go and see them, or until one of them just really flops, uh, we're going to keep getting these movies from DC. Um, I haven't seen, you know, Justice League, maybe it'll be great. Who knows? You know, it's Zack Snyder mm-hmm. making uh, his third DC movie. I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know what could be so different about it to, that's going to make me enjoy it. Um, you know, Ben Affleck's come out a couple times recently saying, hey, we're not going to do it unless the script's perfect. And unless it's per- like, you know, Warner Brothers is probably they w- if it was up to them, they would have. They would that movie would be filming right now. Mm hmm. They would say, whatever script you have, let's just film it. But mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, yeah. I know he's a smart guy. And, like, he just, his most recent movie that came out that he wrote and directed flopped. Which he, was? I don't even know what it was right. called. It was, okay. like, some gangster movie. Okay. Uh, I'm sure Ben Affleck has no interest in making a Batman movie that is not well-received. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I wish Kevin Smith could come in and write it, but they don't really talk anymore. I don't think don't any think studio is going to give no Kevin gonna Smith say, the opportunity yeah. to write no. He's going to put Harley movie. Quinn Smith and uh, um, Lily Rose Depp in it. But and then I'll be excited. And you'll be. But yeah, I just I don't know. I thought it was cool that he came out and said that stuff. He's a great, obviously a great filmmaker. He's done good stuff. Um, but yeah, Suicide Squad's a totally fucking flawed movie, and it frustrates me because they marketed it so well. And we're about to start like we're about to talk about all these trailers coming out, and like there's some good trailers out right now. And good marketing does not mean good movie. Yeah. Just like bad trailer does not mean bad movie. Having said that, are you guys ready to talk about some trailers? Yes. Let's do it. Because we've had a couple released since our last podcast. We got a couple. Um, Tiny couple trailers. Tiny couple trailers. So, I don't know. Hey. Start off. Mighty Morphin. Let's do it. Let's morph. Talk we have a new. Po- we have the, we have the first. F- well, not the first full Power Rangers trailer, but the most revealing Power Rangers uh, trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, extremely revealing. What'd you think? Yeah, man. You know what? So when the first trailer came out, I was like, okay, whatever. This seems weird. Uh, the toys have been uh, popping up in stores before the trail. This second, this last trailer hit. So we we've been already getting looks. Um, to like, we'd seen what Alpha looks like and the Zords and stuff, and the toys are they're not doing it. Like they don't look very good. But sometimes it's hard to it's hard to base what a movie might look like on on a toy. Uh, right. But the the trailer came out, and while while it's not the greatest trailer, like halfway through, I was like, wait, do I want to do I want to yeah. see this? Dude, I the moment when, when the mom sets the peacup down, like that was that when I was like, it. oh wait, 
that's kind of funny. I kind of like that. <laughs> the, Wait a minute, that's you know, real. <laughs> I did right. think so. They they reveal a lot in this trailer. You, you we get our we get our first look at you know Zordon, the putties, Alpha, the Zords, Goldar, Suits. everything, and um, some of it doesn't look. I mean, it looks okay. And um, there's there is like one shot in the trailer of like actual Power Ranger action. Like one of the Power Rangers is kicking like one of the putties, right. and mm-hmm. and that looked really cool to me. And I was like, this trailer needs way more of the actual fighting in it because it, it looks like it's done in a cool way. And um, there's also giant monsters in it. So I'm definitely probably going to go see it. Right. Yeah. I wish they had done like teaser trailers, like the old public service announcements that they used to do at the end of the show that were like, <laughs> yeah. just like little advisories for kids. Like don't wear a t-shirt with your name on the back. Cause someone will <laughs> try to steal money from you. I feel like that was one of them. I, I used to be better. very close attention to that. Um, frightening. <laughs> That's what the outside world is like. So I'm a little conflicted. So, one, Power Rangers has always been, uh, had a, it's always had a cult following. It's always been aimed towards kids. It's always been, you know, overdubbed from the original Japanese show. Yeah, very silly. Cobbled together plot Super silly, super cheesy. So it's hard to watch a Power Rangers trailer and be like, well, you know, they need to take this a little bit more seriously. Come on, guys. Um... I will say I really like the design of the suits. I think those are like cool updated suits. Um, the action looks really good. It looks like, but most modern movies have like action movies. They you know they they do that pretty well. Um, what I was impressed with was like visually it looks it looks good. Like mm-hmm. it it didn't look like super low budget. It looks like. They put a lot into the action sequences and they put Brian Cranston in it. Yeah, so Brian like, Cranston's in it. You got and, some level of like, and you got Bill Hader to it, right? Bill Hader doing Alpha Five. Uh, you know the cast—they're all unknowns. Uh, the funny thing is, like the tr- the way the plot looks like they just borrowed some from Chronicle and they borrowed some from Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully the good parts. <laughs> so Chronicle and nothing from Fantastic Four. Yeah, just all Chronicle. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell. It looks pretty good. We all know that that movie could come out and it could just be like, oh, my God, this is the biggest piece of trash. Like, that could happen. I would not be surprised. But it'll probably be successful. Power Rangers has a big following. Uh, And it's definitely, like, you can tell by the dialogue, they're aiming it. It's still aimed at a younger audience. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It didn't didn't feel like it's going to be, like, one of those edgy, like, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, I hate 30-year-olds. Remember when you – right, exactly. I don't think so. It's marketed towards – Pre-teens, teenagers, all of that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. Tweens, teens, and everything in between. I'll be there first weekend. Um, I think the Zords look cool. I love that giant Goldar, man. That that He looks awesome. Yeah. And then you've got Elizabeth Banks as Rita. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It could be good. I'll watch it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, like, expecting a masterpiece, but it just looks like something that is going to be fun to watch. You know, like, it's, it's fun to watch giant robots punch giant monsters in the face and uh that's definitely happening in this movie sure is sure is um but yeah so that comes out oh gosh when does power rangers oh, come well, out well you know we're it's about, soon it's, it's not far off the, uh, coming soon the movies we're talking about today all i think have uh early spring release dates so let's see. Power Rangers is being released on. Uh, we'll find out in a second. Oh, here we go. March twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. 
Um, so not too far off. Uh, the next movie I wanted to bring up. Speaking of superpowered kids, is a little movie called Logan. Logan. Now this isn't the first trailer uh, we've gotten for Logan, um, but god damn it, it's the best one. <laughs> I thought yeah. so. it's like amazing, right? Uh, Jake, this trailer came out last week. Yeah, man. Um, the first trailer for Logan was slow paced black and white had the johnny cash song this was more of an act this this is probably more representative of what the movie's going to be what did you uh what'd you think i i thought it was great man i you know we talked about it when the that first trailer came out how i was a little worried that maybe um the movie would maybe not carry that same tone or you know the x-men movies have been sort of silly and never very serious. So I was like worried, you know, maybe by the ne- the time the next trailer came out, it would show off a little more of the goofiness or something. And, uh, this trailer, it, it's, it's a hundred percent in line with the first trailer. It's more like badass emotional, uh, stuff. And they've also, uh, some people have also have already seen the first 40 minutes of this movie and, and without giving spoilers away, they have all said that what you see in the trailers is like what this movie is like. And, uh, dude, like there's just some cool shit in there, man. Uh, we get to see how rated R this movie is. Um, there's a lot of fighting going on. We, we get to see X 23 doing some fighting and she just looks amazing. Like jumping off of, Logan's back, you know, to oh my God. stab somebody in the head. It, it, it looks amazing. great. Th- yeah. This is the movie that I'm more excited. Like, I'm so excited for this movie more than I've ever been excited for, like, a superhero movie. Uh, X-Men have always been my favorite, and it just looks like they're just, they're, they're finally getting something right about this, uh, this series. Yeah, it looks, like, gritty. I love the older guy, young girl team-up. It reminds me of Leon the Professional and, like, I'm excited about this movie. When I saw her, um, I, what's the character? X-23. X-23. Shoot, dude. I'm, like, into her. I'm into the movie. I want to see it. The trailer was funny and, like, heartfelt and moving and, like, it, it grabs you. And I'm I'm so pumped for this movie. I'm eagerly anticipating it just like you guys. So, And There's I don't also... know that much about the franchise, so I'm excited to kind of learn more yeah. get into it. There's also two uses of my favorite word in the trailer, which is fuck. Ooh. Yeah, you got a little bit of that. <laughs> oh, Professor got... Xavier, which is great. God. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't to hurt. See, to you see know, a, a, an elderly uh, Professor Xavier just drop. Are you talking about F-bomb. the poop emoji? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Fire. I got uh, fired four times. No, it looks awesome, man. And uh, I don't know. This is supposed to be um, what's it? Hugh Jack? I said Hugh Grant. This was no. Hugh Grant's last X Men. <laughs> Hugh Grant is Wolverine. He... Um, this is supposed to be Hugh Jackman's last turn as Wolverine. Why do I have a feeling that that is not a true statement? Like I just I... have a. Yeah. This movie's gonna make. I feel like this is gonna be this year's Deadpool. I think it's gonna make an obscene amount of money. Yeah. And then a buttload. Because I. Yeah, it's gonna make a buttload of money. Uh, the worry, the worry after Deadpool was like, oh great, now we're gonna get a bunch of R-rated comic book movies that are just gonna be ultra violent with tons of bad language. And I'm like, well, what's the problem with that? But I'm that's excited. like what they should be, though. Like, I mean, yeah. I, a lot of comics are like that, you know, especially these a the lot of superhero ones. comics. The X-Men comics 
especially like they're they're violent you know the wolverine yeah. has always been violent and that's the, the been the biggest problem with any superhero movie ever is not letting like before the movies wolverine is still was still everybody's favorite like everyone who loved the x-men loved it because of wolverine and you can't yeah. make six wolverine movies like with a neutered version of the character Whoa. where he yeah, like right. he has these claws and can't do anything with them. You know, like what's the point? Yeah, it's like taking the weapons away from the Ninja Turtles and giving them instruments to play. Like, fuck that. <laughs> Nobody needs it. But it was a pretty good tour. I like how, like, you just use that as like a hyperbolic example, but that's literally what they did. Yes, they true. did. In, yeah, in, uh, or in the second. They don't do fighting as much. I saw the Oprah interview. They don't fight as much. On the second Ninja Turtles, they, they were took just away down their, in the sewers. They don't use their weapons at all. Yeah. And they used, yeah. like, food and silly, goofy. Imagine yeah. something a little that thinner. <laughs> Fuck that guy. And fat shaming. <laughs> fat shaming. It's cool. Oh, oh God. Ah. Uh... Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. So, I got that on VHS the other day. Yeah, I think uh, I think Logan's gonna be amazing, and I what I really like the meta thing of like in that, like there's X Men comic books in that world. Yeah, yeah. like that's awesome. That's Whoa, a, I mean I I know they love do that it. stuff a lot, but I really and like she's it. a fan. I love she's that. A big fan. I'm into yep. it. Um, so yeah, Lo- Logan is probably right now my third most anticipated movie of the year. But I'm not gonna lie, like second side piece. It's my se- no. It's I'm I'm probably more excited for guardians but that this is really close like i've watched that new trailer multiple times that opening scene of the trailer in the convenience store mm-hmm. uh it just looks well done right off the bat you go whoa this looks different than any x-men movie that's that has existed so far yeah it's got like you a know, color I, palette there's also so that scene where um he he sends that guy in to you know get the girl and you hear him scream and then she walks out so I don't know if you guys noticed, but when she first walks out, she's holding something under her arm, and then they yeah. cut back to the main guy, and then they cut back to her, and she's not holding it anymore. And I think it might be that guy's head. And Whoa. I think it's just—I think it's just cut out of the trailer. But I think she—I think she comes out holding that guy's head. Go back and watch That's it. Amazing. She's holding something round and head-sized <sighs> in one shot, and then the next, it's just gone. Maybe she's going bowling. Well, she could be going bowling. You, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say she's not. She could be a fan. She's a kid. She wants to have fun. She's a kid. She <laughs> so, wants to do some bowl. She's just a kid. Let her bowl. Um, let her bowl. Let her, Logan. Yeah. Let her bowl. Take her bowling. I, yeah. And you know, I know in the comics, I think uh, I it's hard not to get a bowling spoiler. ball with those. I, I haven't read the the X twenty three character in the comics, but I know she is kind of. Isn't she like? Uh, a clone daughter of Wolverine? Is that she is? Yeah, is she is a clone. She's a clone of Wolverine, and you know he he raises her as a daughter, and she becomes the like in the current X Men series, she is Wolverine. Like she takes over as the Wolverine, and she wears that like blue and yellow suit now. But yeah, she's oh. she's a clone of Wolverine, and he and he raises her as his own. Yeah. Very cool. Well, there's the movie, guys. There it is. I can't Um, wait. And will Ryan Reynolds show up in a Deadpool cameo? Ooh, I hope so. I don't think so. I don't think so. He doesn't need to be in that. Um, Oh, yeah, Deadpool did not get nominated for uh, Best Picture. Oh, we were all talking about how it would. Well, all right. Maybe next time. Way to go, La La Land. (laughs) (laughs) Way to take all the... Way to take up space. Way to be a perfect film. (laughs) Golly. Uh... Cool. So, 
Uh, Logan, uh, March 10th. So that's going to be a week after... Um... Oh, no, I'm sorry. March 3rd, the week before Kong comes out. March yeah. is going to be a good month. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun watching movies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, get ready. Get ready. Okay, so last, uh, lastly, I think... Uh, we talked about this movie. And we posted about it, too. We posted about it. Uh, the one-minute teaser trailer for Colossal, uh, the uh, monster movie with Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis. Uh, man, that looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very weird that, like, I brought that up last week, and I think the next day that trailer was online. Um but yeah, it, I mean, it is super short trailer, and I mean, it's just like a tiny bit of a tease. But it does it does look it looks like it's funny. There's a giant monster in it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sold. Yep. All right. The music's good. It says Bear McCrary. He did like Battlestar Galactica, Walking Dead, all that. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I'm um, excited. So basically, the plot, from what we can tell, there's a kaiju. It's attacking Seoul. Uh, that's Korea, right? Yeah. yeah. Geography. There it is. Uh, and uh, Anne Hathaway wakes up and she finds out about it and through some sort of circumstance, some. Uh, well, it's, yeah. She's controlling it. Is that what it is? She's controlling. She, it. Yeah. I think, description I think somewhere she's that she's a hard partying New Yorker. She's a hard partying New Yorker. Where did that come from? That was right. That was, I have, that was I have in a synopsis theory. I read from last oh, yeah. week. Addie I have a, a theory th- that she takes some sort of like a pill or narcotic that was made by the monster's creator in some way that like connects her to it that she thinks is just like a regular old like street drug that night that she's out and that somehow will whatever because it has to be a substance i that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking there's going to be something that she takes that's linked in some way to it but i mean i don't know where it goes from there no i mean that you know so i've thought about this a lot you know, because I always figured one of us would be controlling a kaiju at some point from, from across the world. Yeah. How did and, you think you'd do it? Well, I just thought, you know, I'd fall ass backwards into some money, like a Cosmo Kramer type. Okay. And, yeah. uh, you know, I invest <laughs> in some sort of company not knowing much about it. Gotcha. And uh, <laughs> next thing you know, Godzilla shows up. Kramer. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the trailer doesn't give away much, but uh, tonally, it, it looks like it might be kind of lighthearted almost. Like yeah, maybe yeah. it's like a it looks romantic like it comedy. Be, yeah. I don't know. It do- it doesn't look like Jake, you can't when... put your finger on it, and I like that. And Jake... it doesn't show a lot. We don't know a lot. Right. So I like when Jake, that. when you first described the movie, I guess I was picturing it a little bit more like a horror movie <laughs> or like Cloverfield. Uh, but this definitely seems like it doesn't seem that way. Uh, you know, I, I I mentioned that I saw like a a very short clip of her. So like that, like park or whatever that they're in where she's doing the little dance in the trailer. Yeah. The clip that I saw was, uh, she was in that same location and, um, I think she, she was maybe watching it on her phone. I, I it's been a little, a, a bit since this clip was going around, but, that clip seemed way – it seemed a little darker. The music was a little more, uh, you know, somber, and she – it seemed to be her having the realization that she was, uh, you right. know, the cause of all these people getting killed. And she she was, like, sort of starting to cry towards the end. Like, she was like, oh, f- like, oh fuck, I'm doing this. You know, right. but you never, you never see the monster or anything or what she's reacting to. But uh, now that we've seen this trailer, it's obvious that's what it is. But the tone of that little clip was way different than the tone of this trailer. Right. 
So. Because that trailer was a little well, goofy. I'm excited. Uh, do we have a release Off date kilter. on that movie? Uh, April 7th. April 7th. So, yeah, right right along with those other ones. Um, so, yeah. We're as gearing more, up, yeah. As more... Uh, as more uh, information comes out on these movies, more trailers, we'll talk about them. And uh, we'll probably get another Guardians of the Galaxy trailer here pretty soon. And then, uh, you know, the big trailer watch is going to be Episode Eight, which mm-hmm. I'm guessing we're probably not going to see until Star, Star Wars, Wars Celebration. Celebration. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're going to be at a Universal Studios when they show that clip, probably. probably. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. I, spot in line. I mean, I was surprised to see the the uh, the title reveal. And usually, you know, Disney they're going to be extremely uh, strategic about this stuff. So a lot of strategy. Today they released an image of uh, the director Ryan Johnson in the editing bay. It was a black and white image, and all you saw there was like uh, a screen to his left, and you saw the opening scroll, and it said mm-hmm. Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Um, so it also so that's. Two days in a row, they've released something official. So who knows? We could have a trailer this week. Uh, yeah, we could. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, Rogue One is still doing very well in the box office, but it's it's at the point now where nothing that they release is going to interfere with the performance of Rogue One, uh, which is officially made over a billion dollars. Dang, um, girl. So Disney ain't hurting for the cash. Oh, no, they're doing good, they're good. girl. Um, and there were rumors this week of uh, Sony possibly. Uh, oh, they're doing good. Yeah, let's the, talk about that for a second. The, the TV and film division, and uh, I don't really know how that stuff works. Uh, I don't know if that were to happen if if the, the different properties and assets are like liquidated or auctioned off or whatever. Um, but I don't want to be the guy who wishes that Ghostbusters ended up in more capable hands. But I don't know. Let, uh, let they're eyeing their future step parents. Let like, Kathleen hey. Kennedy take a stab at it. Uh, I think we'd have uh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, and probably Harold Ramis with those. With <laughs> we'd have them all. Um, Whoa. No, we will not have a CGI Egon. Whoa, that's something to digest. Hey, it could happen. Yeah, it could. Just because an actor dies doesn't mean they can't be in movies. Don't you guys live in my world? Right. Didn't you guys see Rogue One? This is why America's great again. <laughs> so that so how's donald trump affecting you guys so far is everybody good we're still alive i'm fine yeah i don't know what's yeah, happening yeah, I'm, I'm totally good i got another right. uh set of Whatever. powerpuff girls toys i got the townspeople oh yeah from walmart oh. it was an exclusive so yeah i'm like fine i mean it was 15 dollars i wasn't you didn't clearance. have those before trump was president no and now i have them so like whatever like that's oh, all i'm saying oh, okay yeah so you know cool well so, cool guys hey. um man we covered a lot of ground yes um we started with Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. We ended with uh, Donald Trump and the Powerpuff Girls. That's it. <laughs> it's All a natural you know, Like most podcasts. <laughs> yeah, right. he's like the mayor of town. It makes sense. That's where you end. Did you guys you have any uh, other final thoughts before we start closing out here? I mean... No, I don't have any final. Just, you know, uh, just go see Split. Come on, just go see it. Yeah, and I'm not just talking. I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm talking to everybody. I was going to say, I'm telling people to see it. Support, I need to see it. We're going to see it. Yeah. Support your local uh, M Night Shyamalan. Yes. Support your Regal yeah. Cinemas. Yeah. Cinemas. Uh, cool. Well, Get out there, see movies. Um, thank Feel you, everybody. Good. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you for, um, I don't know, spreading the word. 
the world? Spreading the world. The uh, wealth, for joining the, the book club, for listening, for no, being there. Seriously, yeah. thank you to Everything. all of our listeners who listen to the S. Absent podcast. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Uh, we would love for you to spread the word uh, because we want to reach the people. Yeah. That's what we want to do. I love the people. We love the people. Um, and seriously, we really appreciate it. So we're, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, February this, 6th. February 6th. was when we first mm-hmm. released our first episode. And... Uh, if you guys weren't listening, we would we'd be talking to ourselves. So we Pretty appreciate much. it. We'd still be doing it. Um, but yeah, so as always, you can check us out. But it wouldn't be as much fun. It would not be. Uh, YesHaveSomeCast.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at YHS Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the main source where we do a lot of our interactions yeah. uh, are, are fun posts and jokes and videos. Yeah. Uh, that would be Facebook. Hey, uh, no, check us out. Facebook.com slash yes, have some cast. Uh, we love it when you guys come on and comment and let us know what you thought and make fun of us and we'll make yeah. fun of you. It's like a whole fun it's thing. It's why we wake up in the morning. So, <laughs> hey, it's the only reason. <laughs> Um, besides toys, besides toys, getting those toys. Every reason, every week, we give one more reason to live. Yeah, just <laughs> be one more reason. That's why I keep coming back. Um, <sighs> yeah. So thank you guys. Check us out. Facebook.com slash yes have some. We'll cast. check you out. This was episode four. We'll look at your profile. See what's going on. And uh, hey, you, are you just talking? Yeah, I like to take it at the end. Yeah, you're taking it. I'm really taking it. Okay, Jake. Hey, yo. Hey, hey. starting again. <laughs> you, you got it. You can have it. We're oh. start. It's Back to the Future three. I'm gonna get that outfit first. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm your cousin now. I'm the same actress, but I'm a different character. What if, was sense. she cousin? I need to watch it. God damn it. You're referencing the fact that Leah Thompson. Uh, yes, mother. Plays, it wouldn't make sense from like a, <sighs> from a biological standpoint for Leah Thompson to look like she does in yes. Back to the Future Three, because it's but the, you need the her. lineage is Marty's great grandfather and his wife would not look like Leah Thompson. Yes, right. that's right. why. That's what she gets stuck on. Yeah, and then I mean, unless in Hill Valley, you know. They they do the whole this is my boyfriend slash cousin thing. Yeah, do you think Ooh. they do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Hey. I've never been to Hill Valley. I've never Maybe someone the... will take me we one day. Go and I'll back. tell you guys. Hey. Uh, cool. Well, Jake. Yeah. Abigail. Yeah. Be Ew. careful. Heard some more <laughs> sirens. <laughs> I Dude, I hope somebody's coming up with like a yes, have some drinking game or something. So every time we hear yes. siren, sirens sirens on the episode, they drink or whatever yeah. the kids do. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, children they eat a donut. I feel yeah, like Bob the Goon yeah, that's is going to just for you. bust into uh-huh. the old... Um... Oh, last thing. Jake, uh, yeah. you brought this up. Uh, we want to do a Twister group at Dragon Con this year. Yeah, oh. we do. Can I be Helen Hunt? Of course. Oh, my God. I've been wanting to wear a white tank top for so long. <laughs> Get a blonde wig with my khaki gap pants. Oh, my God. You've never seen it come from this house what is it? This house? That house. Is that, that what you think it did? Is that what you yeah. see? Wait, are yeah. we being insensitive talking about tornadoes right now? Is it a bad time? Probably not. I thought I Andrew Schaefer's no, house got destroyed, but... Nobody from Adel is listening <laughs> to this podcast, so it'll be alright. You guys are fine. There's an ambulance on its way. We just heard it. So. I, uh, <laughs> oh, I, my brother... So my brother's name is Andrew, and his house was narrowly... Devastated. It was not devastating, but they did get hit with a tornado. His fence is gone, and his grill is gone. Um, and his name's Andrew, and I text 
next to Abby, and I go, hey, Andrew's house got hit by a tornado. And she goes, what part of Tennessee does he live in? Well, and I go, and so I started thinking, I'm like, okay, what the hell is she talking about? Fact check. <laughs> I figured out, she thought I was talking about Andrew Schaefer. Number one Andrew in her life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who lives in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so I, d- I texted Andrew Schaefer and I said, Love hey, Kentucky. I know you guys didn't get it. Glad you're okay. <laughs> but glad we're glad you're okay. You're in our thoughts. In you our, were in our thoughts. Sending positive vibes to the Schaefer family. Love um, So catch those Yeah, you know, we don't need a tornado hitting his house and then he just becomes True. a ghost from our past. Whoa. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. All right. Hey. Well. Conductors of the metaphysical. Hey. Hey. Guys, yes. thank you so much. This train for is us. off the rails. Jacob Walsh, Abigail Gardner. Wild, wild west. As always, episode we're 44 straight. in the books. Whoa. Another, oh, what'd you say? All right, we're done. We're this done. has to end. Has we've to been end. Ending. It's, we've been ending for a this long has time. Been a re- no, you get off. This has been a return you of the king. You get off the phone. <laughs> return. Guys, I'm so sorry. I would like to take this moment to just step down. Because I've been fired multiple times, and now I'm leaving. So right. have a good night. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our 44th episode. 44. Uh, 44th. I'm still going. I love you guys. Good night. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Jake, are you okay? Guys, it's like this at work all day. It's nothing but, like, ambulances and police. Let me